I'm Natasha. And I'm Sarah. We're two girlfriends who met in the entertainment industry where we found the most important commonality, our faith in Jesus. This is our faith-based podcast where we share with you guys encouragement from the Word of God, different struggles that we faced as believers, and how we navigate being in the world but not of the world. We are Covered Covered by by Grace. Welcome back to another episode of Covered by Grace. We have a very exciting episode today. We're going to be talking all about the New Age movement, deceptions of New Age, and we have a very special guest with us today, our friend Anna. And Anna has actually come out of the New Age movement, and she's a born-again Christian. She has an incredible testimony, which we're going to share more of that with you guys. And we're just really, really excited to pick her brain and find out more about new age and Jesus. And welcome, Anna. We're so excited to have you today. Thank you. Thank you for having me on, guys. Yeah. So I also wanted to just quickly share with our listeners as well a recap of the story of how we met. And the reason why is because I think it's so it's so relevant to how we are even here right now. And it's such a testament to God's goodness as well. Um, so just to give a quick recap Anna and I were complete strangers this was almost two years ago maybe a year and a half and we both traveled to the states to Ohio to get a very specific surgery and um, again we're strangers and we were the only two patients that day getting that surgery at the same clinic and so we actually didn't get to meet because obviously like I was just completely out of it probably getting wheeled out or something (laughs) and you as well (laughs) So I don't think we actually met. Maybe we passed by each other, like unconscious. Who knows? Um, (laughs) (laughs) Unconscious. Just taking a nap. But the way that we connected is like our caretakers were actually connected. So my dad was in the waiting room and then Anna, your best friend, Courtney, was in the waiting room. And so they connected. My dad actually ended up sharing the gospel with Courtney. My dad's just like that. He's super bold and he just shares and so um, I think he gave Courtney my Instagram. So that's how I got connected with Anna's best friend. We started chatting and I followed Anna on Instagram. And then I remember when I first saw your Instagram and I could see that you were into the New Age movement at that time. And there's a lot of like love and light and crystals and that type of thing. And I was like, okay, like I didn't really think anything of it. And um, I thought, I thought that Anna, that you were American. I thought you were from LA as well, because that's where Courtney's from. And so, yeah, we didn't, I think that we just had maybe had each other on Instagram for like a year, year and a half. And again, wasn't really thinking too much of it until I moved to Vancouver. And then I found out, uh, Anna, that you live, that you lived in Vancouver as well, which was like a huge surprise to me. And um, so Anna reached out, you reached out to me, you're like, hey, like, I see you moved to Vancouver, maybe we can meet up and have a coffee or something. And in my mind, I was like, okay, like, sure, why not? Like, it's a new friend. But I was thinking, I wonder, like, what we're going to talk about. Because again, I had seen all like the new age stuff. And I thought, like, will I tell her I'm a Christian? Like, I don't know. And then the kicker of like, the whole thing was... Then I get a message uh, from you, Anna, on the day that I landed in Vancouver, the day that I moved here, I was at the airport and I get this Instagram message. I remember I was waiting to get my bags and you were like, hey, do you want to come to my church this weekend? We're having a worship service on Halloween. It would be really great if you came and you like sent the link 
And I was like, what is going on? Um, and I, I told my husband, I'm like, you don't understand. Like, she just asked me to come to church with her. Like, this is a huge deal. I had no idea she was a Christian. Like, what is going on? And yeah, so I think, so I was, I think, yeah, it's just, it's just crazy. Like, I'm like, what happened between in this short time period? So really cool story. <laughs> yeah, that is a, that is a really cool story too. Like, it's crazy how God brought you guys back together too. Like just thinking about that, like mm-hmm. what are the chances that you'd be both in Ohio getting this surgery and then you're reconnected? I think that's really cool. Um, so I'm so excited to talk to you about this, Anna. This is such an interesting topic to me and it's happening all around us. So give us a little recap about how you were involved in the new age movement and what that looks like or what that looked like for you. Yeah. So, um, I mean, you know, it started off all very innocent, um, you know, just wanting to do self-development, bettering myself, um, not really knowing what I was doing. Um, it's very much a deception because it's disguised as, you know, love and light and everything is rainbows and sunshine. Um, so my regular practices included everything from yoga, meditation, I did past life regressions, um, astral projections, sound healing, angel card readings, uh, full moon ceremonies. I mean, I staged, I used crystals, I did it all. Um, and what made no sense to me really was um, the more I was doing these things, um, especially in the name of love and light, you know, with a good and pure heart and good intentions, um, I just kept feeling worse and worse. Um, I was flooded with, you know, anxiety, fear. I had negative thoughts. Um, I felt this heaviness. And I actually, this past summer, even started to see and hear physical, spiritual manifestations as well. Um, You know, let's just say I've always been sensitive to the spirit world. Um, But, you know, I soon found out that my intentions didn't matter. Um, You can be a good person and do these things with good intentions, but these things, um, and it's written in the Bible, are an abomination to God. Um, They are a lie from the enemy, and I had forsaken God, and I was, you know, unknowingly dabbling in witchcraft and the occult, Um, and I was forgoing God's covering and choosing the enemy over him, um, and I was completely deceived. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Even when you're talking about having those experiences, like I think you said demonic oppression. And I know that like personally, I know a lot of people that are involved in the new age movement or have dabbled in that type of stuff. And they've experienced like leaving their body or just like, um, I actually don't know what it's called. If if it's called astral projection. Yeah. Yeah. So what type of, what type of supernatural experiences happen to you? So a lot. (laughs) Um, I had many supernatural experiences while in the new age. Um, So I know that there's real power in the new age. Um, People do have very real experiences. um, And this is kind of what sucks you in and draws you in. Um, However, this power um, I learned is not not of God, right? So um, the question is, where is this power coming from? Um, because, Because basically, whatever is not for God is against God. Um, so I specifically began um, channeling and I, it's going to sound crazy, but to the people that are in it, they're going to know what I'm talking about. Um, mm-hmm. Communicating with aliens, um, spirit guides, um, angels, or what I thought was angels. Um, and I say this 
you know, in quotations, because after coming to Christ, um, the veil was really lifted off my eyes and God revealed to me who and what I'd really been communicating with and giving access to my body. Um, so God tells us in 1 John 4, 1, um, beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, test them in the name of Jesus. So that was a huge eye opener for me. Um, cause I had no idea, you know, what I was really dabbling in. Yeah, that mm -hmm. that's really good. And I think that a lot of people don't realize what they're dabbling in with that kind of thing too. Like it's become really trendy, you know, on Instagram, you see like people saging the room and they're like taking photos with their crystals or things like that. It's become like a trendy Instagram worthy picture or story. Right. And so do you think people are really aware of what they're opening themselves up to when they do this? Or like, what are the dangers of channeling and participating in these, these practices? Do you think people know, or is it just kind of like they're, they're blind to it, but they think it looks cool? Honestly, um, I would say most people don't know what they're opening themselves up to. I definitely didn't. Um, mm -hmm. So basically, um, when you channel, for those of you that you know don't know, it's like you're becoming a portal. Um, you unintentionally uh, put the welcome sign out for demons <laughs> and, um, you know, they decide when they come through. So you lose control and they take over. Um, you're still, um, you know, in the car, but not in the driver's seat, if that makes sense, in your own body. So it's a very mm -hmm. supernatural experience. Um, you know, they basically want you to become an instrument um, of their operation and in exchange for temporarily possessing you, they impart you with all kinds of, you know, useless wisdom. I remember I literally had notebooks full of channeled material. Um, they give you, you know, a spiritual high. It feels like bliss or even ecstasy and it becomes addicting. Um, so you know, the information you receive is of no real use to you other than to make you think that you're, you know, way more enlightened than anybody else and um, to kind of pump up your ego and, and get you addicted and keep you going back for more. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, you're really left always searching for that next spiritual high. You're never satisfied. Um, you're never full. Um, so basically, you know, it's kind of like you're seeking the next level, like as if you're in some video game. That's basically what it feels like. <laughs> wow. That sounds really crazy. But yeah, I, I definitely believe it. I've watched like just hearing your story and I've watched a lot of um, testimonies on YouTube as well about from new age to Jesus. I think that's one of the most popular searched testimonies. And at the end, we'll give the, the handle for my channel for everyone to go and watch your testimony as well. But yeah, obviously like having those experiences, was there a point where it just got so bad that that that's where you turned to Christ or like what happened that you, I guess, yeah, that you left the new age or that you started seeking something else? Um, so as I dove deeper and deeper, I started experiencing what's known as demonic oppression. Of course, I had no idea what that was at the time. Um, and everyone in the new age um, would just tell me, you know, these are ascension symptoms. Those are just low vibrational entities. Like they never tell you the truth. Um, they kind of just brush it under the rug, like anything bad you experience, um, it's just, you're kind of told to ignore that um, and kind of keep going, um, you know, but I mean, like, come on, people, what do you think, you know, low vibrational entities are, right? But it's never talked about. And the new age really likes to tiptoe around the word demons. 
um, which is really what you're interacting with. So I started to feel, you know, like I wasn't alone. I felt like I was being watched. Um, I started hearing um, a deep manly voice as if someone was literally right in my ear, um, like speaking to me. Um, I started to feel like I wasn't alone in my own body, which was probably the scariest um, because I had opened myself up um, through channeling um, to invite other entities in. Um, I began astral projecting and leaving my body while I was driving. I remember that was terrifying. I didn't want to drive because I would start leaving my body. I know this sounds crazy to a lot of people, um, you know, listening probably. Um, but yeah, even just falling asleep sometimes, you know, I'd be taken out of my body all night and I'd be in the spirit realm interacting with these, these, um, you know, demons basically. Um, just crazy stuff. Um, it was really scary and um, completely out of my control. Um, I honestly felt terrified and, you know, I knew in my in my soul, like something wasn't right. This isn't this isn't love and light, you know, and um, but, you know, I was doing everything that the spiritual gurus were suggesting um, and the new age teaches. So, yeah, I was saging all the time. I carried it around with me. Um, I imagined white light around me. I played Buddhist mantras in my home. I saw energy healers. I mean, I was using crystals. I, I did everything and anything to make it stop. Um, everything that you're told to do in the new age. Um, but nothing made these attacks stop. And in all reality, um, they were getting worse. The more I did these things, the worse these attacks were getting. Um, but, you know, this is really when Jesus showed up for me um, and saved me. Wow. That's incredible. It sounded like you were describing a horror movie, which is so terrifying. And I'm so sad to hear that you went through that. But I'm, I'm glad that God has pulled you out of that now. And, and what is your message now then? Like, what do you want to share with people who are in the New Age movement and in the movement of deception? Oh, geez. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's a big question. <laughs> well, if you're currently practicing New Age and experiencing, um, you know, spiritual highs and supernatural occurrences, I just want to be completely honest and tell you um, it's only a matter of time before Satan will expose himself to you. Um, he's literally using you as a vehicle to share the, and, you know, further the, the deception um, to promote the New Age movement and and deceive others. Um, there's a Bible verse I I um, read when I first came to Christ that really shook me to my core um, and gave me so much revelation. Um, it's 2 Corinthians 11, 14. Um, and no wonder for even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. So it is no mm -hmm. surprise if his servants also disguise themselves as servants of righteousness. And this just really shook me to my core because a lot of these, um, you know, entities I was interacting with appeared to me, you know, not like fire flames blazing and, you know, horns, but, you know, angels of light. So it's very deceptive. Um, but, you know, it takes a lot of truth to sell a lie. And that's exactly what the New Age movement is doing. It's the oldest line history straight from the garden with Adam and Eve, right? Um, so my advice for those currently in the occult and practicing new age is first off, Jesus loves you. <laughs> Second, um, call on his name. Um, he'll meet you where you're at. You don't have to forgive this all out. Um, now I know it's very confusing. Um, so I would say, you know, pray for the gift of discernment. This is something I really prayed for in the beginning and, 
I believe God has gifted me with this so that I may never be deceived like this ever again. Um, if you're currently experiencing demonic oppression or attacks, um, you know, call on the name of Jesus Christ. Jesus's name holds full authority and power over demons. Um, they literally flee at the sound of his name. If you're under demonic attack of any sort, just call on his name. And this is something the enemy doesn't want you to know. Um, and just get ready for Jesus to show up and show out like he did for me. You know, he did it before, so he'll do it again. And I promise if you call on the name of Jesus, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. That's awesome. I love that. I, that's definitely a key the best little nugget of wisdom you can have is calling on the name of Jesus. And just to add my own little story quickly in here, experience with that as well. It's funny because I grew up in a Christian home and my mom had told me since I was young that like, you're covered in the blood of Jesus, like, um, like you're, you know, you're covered. And so if, you know, I would have friends that at birthday parties would start doing like little witchcraft things or Ouija boards and stuff like that. And my mom would say, no, that, that stuff can't touch you because like you're covered. And so I remember it wouldn't work for me when I was like little and I would like try to like dabble in stuff like that at birthday parties or whatever. It's like, um, or I would try to like, literally you're like trying to call like demons out and stuff like that. And you think it's like funny when you're young. Um, but I remember it would, it would work for the people around me, but it wasn't working for me. And so I just thank my mom that <laughs> she was always like, you know, praying that over me. But like you said, it's not too late now going forward, um, to just pray that prayer and to call out to Jesus and just know that you are just completely covered. And, um, actually just to backtrack a little bit before we talk more about the deceptions of love and light, because you shared about, you know, how how Jesus saved you, for a lot of our listeners, they don't actually know that story. So I know you say it in the testimony, but are you able to share what that experience was like, like when Jesus actually showed up um, for you? Just because I know your story and I know it's incredible. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, it was um, during this oppression, these attacks. And like I said, I was doing everything the new age tells you to do to make this stop, right? But nothing was working. And it was during the night, middle of the night. Um, it, it had been about three days and I had, hadn't slept. Um, I was astral projecting out of my body and having, you know, demonic, um, you know, like sleep paralysis and different really scary manifestations happening. Um, and I just woke up to myself in the middle of the night. It was 3.33 in the morning. And I was sitting straight up in my bed and I was speaking. I was praying out loud, but I was asleep. And I woke up to myself saying, Jesus Christ is my Lord, God and Savior. I'm covered and protected in the blood of Jesus. And I woke up and I, I just was like, what am I saying? You know, like I was shocked at myself at what I was declaring over myself and praying, which I didn't even know I was doing. Um, and in that moment, just peace came over me. The attack stopped and I was able to fall asleep for the first time in three days. And then in the morning, I continued to do my practices of meditation and yoga and all these things. And because I was very sensitive to the uh, spirit realm, um, I would be able to open my third eye immediately as soon as I would sit down to meditate and kind of see into that world and interact with spirits. Like I said, channel them, talk to the dead, all these things. And for some reason, I just couldn't see anything anymore. I couldn't open my third eye. 
Um, and I just kept trying and trying. And all I kept seeing was this one thing. And it was this hand extending to me. And I felt inside my heart, he was calling me home. He was saying, come home to me, come home to me, you know, follow me, come home to me. And at first I was stubborn, you know, and I was just like, no, I want to travel the universe. Like, what is this? Like, what's going on here? And, you know, but he kept showing up and he kept showing up every time I would try to meditate. All I would see was this hand extending to me, calling me home. And one night I just, you know, broke down and I said, okay, I want to know you. Who are you? Like, I knew it was Jesus, but I, you know, who are you? Why are you calling me home? And I, I cried out to him. And in that moment, instantly, I was consumed with this love that I can't even put into words. It filled me, you know, inside of me, but it was all around me. It was, it filled the room I was in. Um, and it was so intense. Um, I just broke down to my knees. I couldn't control myself. I started crying. Um, and in that moment, I knew, you know, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus is my savior. He is the king of kings, the Lord of lords, and he is alive. He is a living God. He is alive. Um, you know, <laughs> it was a very supernatural, beautiful encounter um, with the Lord. And after that, I said, you know, my life is yours. I lay it down and... Um, yeah, after that, I mean, my whole whole world changed. So it was powerful. Wow. That's such a powerful testimony too. Like I can just see the the passion that you have for Jesus when you speak about it too. It's so beautiful. So um, Christians can often demonize the new age practice, but I know a lot of well-meaning people who are involved in it and their genuine intention is to help and to heal people. So can you talk about that a little bit as well? Does the people in this practice have good intentions, at least when they start out? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I did too, right? Um, I would think I'm a good person. I have a good heart. I meant well, but, you know, demons don't care what your intentions are as long as you're opening the door to them. Um, they don't care if you sit there, you know, thinking of love and light and white light surrounding you and all this stuff when you're foregoing the covering of God and you're dabbling in witchcraft and the occult you're opening a door, a very dangerous door, right? And it gives the enemy a foothold in your life, right? So it gives them access to you because you're dabbling in things not of God. So again, your intentions don't really matter. Um, you have to really look at, at the fruits, at the practices of what you're actually doing um, and what the Bible says about witchcraft, um, which, like I said before, it's called an abomination to God. So um yeah. yeah, that's really important. And that's just, it's such a good point too, because I think that's something that we want to make really clear too on this podcast and with our message is that it's, I think a lot of Christians, they they really can like demonize people that are in new age movements and make it seem like their intentions are evil. And it is sad because like I dabbled in the past in new age and I have a lot of people that are even close to me that are involved in it. And I know, and I know that they don't mean any, any harm, but at the same time, like you said, um, it, it is deception, right? So it's, 
just asking Jesus to open our eyes to what we're doing and and what we're actually allowing in and, and praying for that discernment. He'll convict us of what he needs to convict us of. So what do you think going from, because I wasn't like super deep into the New Age movement or anything. I was just like dabbling in manifestations and certain things. But what do you think would be the greatest resistance going from New Age to Christianity? Like what is a hurdle or a mental hurdle of how to go from one to the other because I know people see Jesus in the new age as like an ascended master or something like that but I don't really understand like you know how you how you cross over what's difficult about it yeah I mean for me because of the demonic attacks I was under when Jesus showed up and saved me I knew in that moment that he's the way the truth and the life and that everything I was doing before was demonic I knew instantly in that moment because he gave me that revelation and he really gave me eyes to see and ears to hear the truth of what I was doing. And as I started to walk with Jesus, he really started to reveal to me and open my eyes um, because I prayed for it. You know, I asked, give me eyes to see, give me the gift of discernment. I never want to be deceived like this again. And he really did. And he showed me, you know, these spirits I was interacting with, what they truly were. You know, demons are, are shapeshifters, so they can appear to show up as your ex-boyfriend or in a dream, you know, or they can show up as an angel of light, like as the Bible describes Satan. So it is deception, right? Um, and like I said, the oldest lie um, in history. Um, so, yeah, I mean, for me, it was instant. I was fully convicted, but... For people that are, you know, going through that stage, because there is a stage, I guess, of confusion for a lot of people coming out of new age, I would just say, keep seeking Jesus, keep praying for discernment, and he will reveal to you. Um, he doesn't want us to be confused. He doesn't want us to be, you know, misled. So as long as you continue to seek Jesus, um, all the truth will be revealed to you. Yeah, I love what you said there too about people just being confused and not understanding the deception because even for myself, um, about eight years ago, I was obsessed with the evil eye and I didn't even really know why. I knew that like it quote unquote like warded off the evil spirits, but I didn't know enough about that and that God could do that for me anyways. I didn't need this little evil eye symbol that I wore on my wrist or whatever to protect me. And I actually got a tattoo of it too, which I'm now in the process of removing, but that's something that I was decepted with, um, you know, like eight years ago, cause it just, it's so easy to get confused and to not understand the ways that the devils are trying to enter enter into you, you know, and that was the way that it was for me. So I'm in the process of getting that tattoo removed. I don't want it on my body anymore. It's leaving. But um, yeah, so after leaving the New Age movement and coming into Christianity, how has that affected you now in terms of warfare? Because it's still all around us, you know, every single day. Yeah, um, honestly, coming out of New Age, um, to Christianity, um, I was attacked spiritually. It was, I went through probably three or four months of intense warfare, um, just demonic, you know, activity, um, especially at night. Um, but it was different, you know, I was covered by the blood of Jesus and they could no longer physically access me, um, the way they did before. Um, so, I think it also um, depends on the level of your involvement in the occult. Um, I know, you know, ex-Satanists, I know people that have left 
um, much more intense, you know, situations than me and their warfare can last years. So it really just depends how involved you were because these same spirits that you were dabbling with and playing with before are now going to turn on you essentially, right? Um, they're going to be mad that they've been exposed and, you know, by the name of Jesus. And so, yeah, there is warfare for sure. Um, but, you know, you just have to remember um, your authority. And that's something that's really helped me through the warfare is, you know, my identity in Christ and the authority I hold to trample over, you know, this, the enemy that it's under my foot, right? So when I would have any kind of uh, warfare, I would just pray and I would take authority that, you know, you were defeated at the cross at the foot of Jesus. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. That's so helpful. I think it, just hearing everything that you have to say about this is, is so helpful to people that, again, are either in the New Age movement, coming out of it, they're out of it, and they don't know, you know, where to turn. Or there's even a lot of Christians who, like, end up dabbling and stuff like that, and they end up going down that road, and they're not even aware of, of really what they're doing. Like Natasha and I spoke about, we we both, you know, were Christian at the time yeah. of being deceived. So, you know, it's definitely a thing. Um, yeah. And I think that's just a way of the devil, like I said, like trying to trying to come in and, and take away what Jesus has given to us. You know, I think that that's his whole plan, right? Yeah. And if anyone wanted to also even reach out to you as well. So we, we wanted to share your handles. And also, if you can let us know about your business for our listeners and also for, just for like personal if someone did want to reach out and just ask for some advice um, if they're in a similar situation to you um, we'd love to have you share your handles and talk about your business a little bit as well yeah so i'm happy to talk to anybody going through this um feel free to reach out to me and i do share a lot about this on my instagram um in my posts i have a lot of information um so my ig is miss anna sylvia so M-I-S-S-A-N-N-A-S-Y-L-V-I-A. -S 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 awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Anna. We really appreciate it. No problem. Yeah, thank you so much. And also just to just to add this in really quick too so that people go and, and watch your testimony um, video as well, you can head over to my YouTube channel. It's on my YouTube channel, which is Sarah, S-A-R-A-H, Now Bloom. Now Bloom is one word. And definitely check out Anna's testimony. It's extremely impactful. So thank you so much, Anna. This was awesome. Thank you for having me, ladies. And that is all for today's episode. We will see you back here in two weeks for the next one.